But welcome to Navigating Change with Shane and Mike. <laughs> Next to me Terrible. is Shane Bishop. My name is Mike Wooten. We are really happy to have you here on our show listening to us today. This is where we're talking about all things in culture, leadership, and much much more. We're here to help you navigate through the changes that you go through in your life. And of course, we'd love for you to subscribe and to share this podcast. Also look for Shane and I on social media. Well, today we are in part two of making game-changing choices in your life. We're going to get to that content in just a moment. First, Shane, we talk a lot about leadership on this podcast, right? Yeah, I mean, that's what we say. We say (laughs) all things, right? All things. So leadership is... Included in that exhaustive supply of topics. Yeah, so we talk about leadership some. It gives us room to operate, I feel like we got room. There are a lot of places in the Bible that talks about God will kind of get you out of a tight space, you know. God will give you room to kind of wiggle room, you know, you're not in solitary confinement kind of thing. I feel like that we've got room on this podcast. Well, speaking of, I was reading a psalm about that recently, and I just heard you preach a psalm, actually, the other day. It was on Psalm 23. Yes. And about this great leader being God, the the shepherd of the sheep, and uh, how important that is for us. And then you decided you wanted to sing a song. So you had this great sermon. You're going in and out. It was great, yeah. Well, you didn't say that. I'm saying that. It was in and out historically, and and everyone's with you. And then at the very end, (laughs) you break into this song. It was terrible. Yeah. And actually, it's got a lot of play on our social media kind of network right now. Could you explain or share maybe a little bit from that song? Well, the the song was, I I didn't write the song. A lot of people think I wrote it back in the 80s because what they do is they think, wow, that's the worst song I've ever heard. Surely Shane wrote it. But I didn't. I I actually heard it somewhere and it was called, I Just Want to Be a Sheep. And so my whole thing in the 23rd Psalm was in a turbulent world, what what's a metaphor for us? And for me, the 23rd Psalm gives that we need to be sheep just following the great shepherd. So, so Mike, it, it kind of has these verses like, I don't want to be a fair you, Pharisee because they're not fair, you see. I don't want to be a sad, you see, because they're so sad, you see. I don't want to be a hypocrite because they're not hip with it. I just want to be a sheep. And then the big part, Mike, is mm-hmm. that you make sheep ears <laughs> and you go, bah, bah. Yeah. And it was... Uh, you know, I saw it. A lot of people put it on social media, but the song. And you know, when you do something, you think it's bad, right? You think it's bad, but it was much worse than I ever really feared. It's out there, and uh, I can, all I can tell you is a lot of people are watching it. I don't know if that it's is like so watching. sad, and I, that makes me glad my wife is not on social yeah, media because that would not go over big, uh huh. Not uh, maybe, huge. Maybe I'll text it to her later? Uh, maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Yeah, next week it'll be Navigating Change with, <laughs> with Mike Wooten. No, okay. Well, uh... Yeah, we're glad we got a great shepherd of our sheep leading us. Hey, we got some uh, content we want to get into. Last week, we talked about these game-changing tips that can really shift the momentum in our lives. We need to do these all the time. I know there's times where we just don't have any momentum going. So this is really for our audience right now so that you can just kind of get that momentum going and have that changing effect in your life. So last episode, we got uh, to four game-changing tips. Let me quickly tell you those. First, choose to be happy. Two, choose not to be offended. Three, choose not to do dumb crap. And four, choose to forgive. Now we're on to number five. And please go back to that last episode if you'd like to hear more. And what number five is choose to dream. 
Choose to dream. Shane, how does choosing to dream become a game-changing decision for us? Having dreams, I think no matter what your age, having dreams and hopes and aspirations keep us engaged. They fill us with hope. They, they keep us working hard. They really do. And one of the things I, I think is important is to rem- differentiate between a dream and a pipe dream. You know, some dreams we just have to give up on. Some of your dreams just aren't going to happen. For example, I am 58 years old. I have the vertical leap of a Marissa, Illinois phone book. I'm probably not going to make the NBA. There is a point at which I need to say, this is no longer a dream that's going to come to fruition while I'm awake. But there are a lot of other dreams at 58 that I can still put out in front of me. The, the dream of, of just staying in, in good shape, of keeping my mind sharp, of keeping my body strong. Those kind of dreams can still be out there. I, I still have a dream, Mike. I want to be a better preacher than I am now. I want to be a better communicator. I want to be a better leader. So for me, uh, that dream is something that is achievable. It, it's achievable, but it's not easy. Nobody's going to give you your dreams. You Sacrifice, planning, Hard work, those are the kind of things that can help you live into a dream. And then I would want to say, if your dreams don't fit this description of something that's actually obtainable by a lot of hard work, then I would recalibrate your dreams. A lot of people live with completely unrealistic dreams. Let me give you an example. On Fridays, I'll go in and get a Diet Coke. It's my day off. I'll go in, and I'm always in line between behind people who on payday are there getting their beer for the week and their lottery tickets. And it takes a long time for people to get lottery tickets. You know, for me, the lottery is not a dream. Winning the lottery is not a dream. It's a pipe dream. The lottery is a predatory state tax upon people who can't do math. And so a dream would be, I would like to be financially sustainable. So I'm going to take that money I spend on lottery tickets, and I'm going to start saving and investing that. And over the course of my life, I'm going to come out in a really, really good place. That is a dream. The lottery is a pipe dream. So have realistic dreams, work hard toward them, and then just crack at it. And there has to be a little lofty notion, but not too much, right, Shane? Because there has to be a little bit beyond us because That's right. that lifts us. It, it lifts us a little bit. It inspires us to be better than we are. I remember when I was a kid, it was one of the Pittsburgh Steelers Super Bowls. A guy named Rocky Blyer was a running back for the Steelers. Not an overly big guy, but in the Super Bowl, he made a catch that was just phenomenal. Bradshaw threw the ball way too high. And Rocky Blyer pulls the ball down. They did some studies afterward and determined Rocky Blyer couldn't run that fast and he couldn't jump that high and his hands weren't that good. But on that moment, he saw an opportunity to make a dream come true of doing something special in the Super Bowl. And through all his hard work and all of his training, he got more out of himself in that split second than they even thought was mathematically possible. That, for me, is kind of the epitome of achieving dreams. You work hard, you train hard, the opportunity comes, and all of a sudden, you get more than you ever could have imagined. That's a great formula, actually, for achieving dreams. Shane, that's a, and that's a definitely a game-changing choice there. Now, the next game-changing choice we want to talk about today is we have to choose where to expand our energy. 
where to expand our energy. Shane, that's especially true with people who frustrate us, but how do we choose where to expand our energy? Well, Mike, I notice you don't have glasses on, but the word is actually expend. Where to expend (laughs) our energy. So I think if you're going to expand your energy, you know, lots of Red Bull, uh, that type of thing, highly caffeinated drinks, things get the heart like going really, really fast. Are we really talking about expanding or expending energy, Mike? Uh, well, obviously, uh, I got that one wrong, Shane. What else can I say other than a game-changing choice might be admit your mistakes. So that was oh, my mistake. Oh, I like mistake. that. I like that. <laughs> I, I love that. Yeah, before you allow yourself to get angry or become frustrated, just ask yourself, why would I allow this person or this situation to steal my energy? Just because people might behave badly, because the line isn't moving, because the person in front of you while you're on your commute is going too slow, just because you've been on hold for 20 minutes, really isn't worth your energy. And Mike, I've got a little simple thing. Okay. You, you guys know those little colored beads that you get? You know, they're not, they're kind of made of glass. They're just little colored beads. Like marbles? Like marbles. Yeah, yeah kind of like, kind of like marbles if marbles weren't round. So these, imagine that every day you get three of these. And this represents the emotional energy that you have for the entire day. So how are you going to spend that energy? Well, I'm going to suggest that the first thing you need to do is to make sure you are available to the people you love. So you got to pull one of those out before you even start your day, because you better have something when you get home or life is not going to go really well for thee. So pull one of those out. The other thing is you want to have enough energy during the day, right? I mean, you want to be able to expend energy. They're paying you to work. You want to do a good job. You want to have a really productive day. And the third thing is that we all have things in our own lives. Our own bucket needs to be filled in certain ways. Well, you know what? If you do those three things, you don't have any left. How many people, Mike, uh, have somebody who is acting poorly in front of them, a person that's ugly to them, a person that really gets on their last nerve, and at 8 o'clock in the morning, they've already given all three of their beads away. They've already shot their emotional energy for the entire day. There'll be nothing in it for them. There'll be nothing in it for their employer. There'll be nothing in it for their family. So my thought is don't give your emotional energy away to people just because they're badly behaved. Absolutely. And what that does is it just slashes any goals that you have. If you don't, if you leave the house basically without any energy, any goals, any place that you want to go in your life, it immediately is going to be just kind of slashed right there. Also, you know, in general, just removing people who are like energy leeches from us, we can only, I would say, get them all out of there. There's some, I think, situations in life where you have to have some of those people are just around us, but they will just deplete from us and we won't be able to expend our energy anywhere. You know, Mike, I, I put people in two categories. There's people who give energy and there's people who take energy. And you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. I guarantee you, our listeners, how many of them, Mike? Are there nine? Uh, you know what? There's more than that, Shane. Okay, but I... nine plus listeners. Yeah. I guarantee you, you all have somebody, when I just said they take energy away from you, who, who just had people pop into your mind. Some people are like energy black holes. You're around them. It's kind of like this. And they are just absorbing all of the energy out of you. I think it's really, really important that we 
choose to be around people who give us energy, people who lift us up in terms of energy. And then you're right. Sometimes uh, people who take energy from us, for whatever reason, we work with them, we're related to them, but we are going to have to be around them some. We got to balance that out with people who actually are positive and give us energy. I love energy-giving people. I like to be around energy-giving people. I want to be an energy-giving person. Now, the next tip has to do with the power of belief. Now, choosing to believe can be vital to changing the momentum in a person's life. Shane, how does this idea of belief or faith, how can that be helpful to us? Well, the Bible says in Hebrews 11.1 that faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. I think faith is an absolute key to well-being. Faith is hope that if you do the right things the right way, you'll get the right results in the right time. Faith is a belief that good is going to win. So I think having something to believe in nurtures our spirits. It gives negative circumstances context, and it reminds us that the cosmos is, is bigger than us and ours. Sometimes, Mike, I, I've got to exercise uh, for our listeners. Just take your fist and, and touch your nose with your fist. Just put your fist right on your nose. Now, put it so that it blocks both of your eyes. How big is your fist? Well, your fist isn't all that big, but if it's on top of your eyes, it is going to occlude 90% of your vision. So the fist appears to be huge. If I walk 100 yards away and hold up my fist, you can still see the fist. The fist is still the same size, but it is now in perspective. So a lot of times our problems seem so huge, Mike, because they're yeah. right on top of us. Sure. But if we can get some distance from them, we can see things as they truly are. You know, I also love uh, faith. It invites us into an historic journey that started before us and gone after us, and I think that's really important to our perspective. Also, prayer is an important part of the way that we express uh, our faith and gets us to the point of believing in something bigger than ourselves. And Shane, there are quantifiable studies about how prayer actually helps our health. Did you know that? Mike, is when you say quantifiable studies, yeah. I mean, do you actually have one for us, or did you just kind of make that up like... There are quantifiable yeah, studies. Yeah, you just say, say really broad. Oh, there's broad studies. No, so, no, no. Harvard Medical School. Oh, I that's got a, something Harvard, from Harvard. You dropped the H word. I did. Harvard. Not like I, I went like there. That. Yeah. <laughs> just I could read that word. It's like but, our buddy Don Frazier that we had on the podcast a while back. He always drops the J word, Juilliard. Yeah. Oh He's a God. music guy, and anytime it gets a little, you know, he'll kind of drop the Juilliard <laughs> yeah. word here. So you're kind of yeah. dropping <laughs> but, the Harvard. Are you a graduate of Harvard? I am not. That's a little different between me and Don when he says that he actually went to Juilliard. When yeah. I say Harvard, I read it on a, you know, on a website. I did not go to Harvard either. You didn't. Uh, I went to a community college, yeah. and it was really, really something. I mean, I wasn't <laughs> really recruited heavily yeah. at, at the end of high school. I was not heavily... Was it competitive to get into? It was competitive. You had to go to the guidance counselor. I went with my dad, and my dad looked at the guidance counselor. He says, what do we have to do to get him in here, and the guy goes, "Give me hundred bucks and sign right here." It was a lot like sponsoring our shows, Mike. A hundred bucks and sign right here. Boom! I was into community college. So you, though, 
didn't go to Harvard, but you have a study. But I have a study, okay? It's called What Happens When People Pray. They actually did a study, and they, what they've called is a re- relaxation response. And when people are praying or meditating, the body's metabolism decreases, heart rate slows down, blood pressure goes down, and breath becomes calmer and more regular, Shane. So what I'm trying to say, we need to pray, of course, but also there are actually studies about how prayer and meditation help us. And it kind of makes me think, you know, God knew that. God knew that prayer and meditation would be helpful for us. You look at the Bible, how often does it tell us to meditate on the Word, or God invites us into prayer, so it's interesting the kind of physiological stuff that can be connected. and I don't have the evidence uh, for this with me, because I, I didn't know that we were going to talk about this Harvard study, because I, I don't really read things beforehand. I just and show I, up for and the it, show. Every time we do this, I always think, you're kind of like, you didn't really look that up. No, I, I didn't. <laughs> no, but here's the deal. I have read numerous blind studies, so where they're praying for somebody, and they don't even know they're being prayed for, and there is scientific benefit to even having someone being prayed for that doesn't know they're being prayed for. So not only is there something that happens while right. we're praying, but something just happens, period. So I'm with you on that. I, I think that the whole idea of prayer and belief is a major factor in, in just changing your game in your life. Prayer changes things. Prayer changes us. But I also believe that prayer is just a strong, strong tool or, or arrow to have in your quiver if you want to live an effective life. Absolutely, and connecting to that is our final point for game-changing choices. That is simply, choose to live healthy. Choose to live healthy. Shane, how does choosing to live healthy, how does that become a game-changer for someone? I have noticed, and, and I'm, I'm not going to say for everybody, I have noticed that when I am taking control of my own life, when my diet is good, when I'm exercising, uh, when I'm keeping my, my weight under control, those type of things. I feel better about myself. I think clear. I, I have more confidence. So one choice I make just for general, you know, just to be a game changer is just choosing to live healthy. And I think that that adds both quality to our lives, but it also adds quantity. Yeah. to our lives. There are just a series of things you can do that are going to enable you to live longer and to live better. And for me, health is just is not just the absence of illness, but health is actually a lifestyle. I want to live healthy and if I choose to do that, I think it's a game changer. Shane, in our environment where we work, we have to be pretty healthy to keep up with the pace that we actually work at. And I'm, it gets pretty stressful at times, too. All of the stress. I mean, there's never a single time that I'm sitting there thinking to myself, <laughs> I'm having a really stressful day. I yeah. need Broccoli. That <laughs> never, never happens. Never, never. No. Donuts is Donuts. what I need. Absolutely. So I think just understanding your environment, a person understanding their environment and being healthy uh, to be at their greatest kind of potential in that environment. You know, also just an easy thing for people if they're just looking for a quick diet trip, uh, a tip or just a way to get a hold of this, is just simply counting your calories. I don't know about you, Shane, but I'll just get out of control with my calories and not even realize that a few years ago when we were in Marshall, Illinois, I actually had dairy. I was eating Dairy Queen almost every night. Oh, I get it. Okay, and then like in the afternoon, I thought, well, I'll just have a scoop of ice cream. 
And I was having, there were several days a week I was having ice cream twice a day. And I got on the scale one day and I was shocked to see the weight change. And I looked at myself in the mirror and I thought, I don't look that bad. But years later, I looked at pictures of myself and I said, my goodness, uh, you can't eat ice cream twice a day. But I was getting more, I was getting more calories than I realized. So it's just a simple tip for someone who maybe is looking for a way to uh, get into this tip for a game changing idea. Just start counting the calories that you have. Yeah, and, and I think a lot of it, Mike, just comes down to living an examined life. You know, for example, Mike, you, you've talked to a lot of people who got themselves in huge financial problems. People in huge financial problems have no idea where their money goes. They have no idea. Right. And people who get into really unhealthy lifestyles, they have no idea what they're eating. Right. You know, And yeah. if you said, how many potato chips did you have today? They might say three. <laughs> and they might have had nine bags. <laughs> There's just not an awareness. You know, if I would have asked you back then, you know, do you have ice cream every day? You, you, you may have said, oh, I have ice cream every now and then, right? <laughs> it's like every drunk person that's ever been stopped by a, a cop, you know? Have you had any alcohol? Just a couple of beers. Everyone has just had a couple of beers. So the bottom line for me is just living aware of our health, <laughs> being aware of what we're putting into our bodies, being aware of whether or not we got any exercise today or yesterday yeah. or the day before. It's just being self-aware. I think overall, actually, if you use that lens that you just said, it's probably really important to this entire game-changing idea. If we can find that self-awareness, we can start to make these changes in our lives. Well, this has been a lot of fun, these last two episodes. Would you and we, say these last two episodes are the most fun you've ever had? I would not say that. Okay. Did, you, did you think I would? No, I, I <laughs> not. but I just wanted to see if, if this was the kind of show that keeps it real. Right. <laughs> <laughs> are, we, are we keeping it real here? Are you able so. to say, no, this was not the most fun I've ever had, no. but it wasn't bad. That's really what you're saying. <laughs> No, I'm saying, uh, I'm saying it was it was fun, Shane. It was fun. It was fun, I Shane like Bishop. Shane it, it Bishop. It was a lot of fun, Shane. Do you have any closing thoughts for our audience as we just kind of uh, land the plane here for these two episodes? Sure. We talked about dreaming, yeah. having hopes and aspirations. We've talked about impulse control, just choosing where you spend your energy. We talked about the role of, of faith, and we talked about the choice to live healthy. As we were closing, I talked a little bit just about living intentionally. And for me, the biggest game changer that you could make is just living intentionally, thinking about your life, working a plan, as opposed to just running off the cuff your entire life. Being aware of, and, and part of it, Mike, is being aware of the good moments. How many people have great things happen in their life and they're not even paying attention? You know, I, I go to baseball games and somebody's kid will get a big hit and I'll look at their dad and he's looking at his phone. I mean, here's something great's happening and you're missing it. So I don't want to miss my own life. I want to be the star in my own life. I'm not looking for a knight in shining armor to come and save me mm. because frankly, the only knight in shining armor has already come. He gave of his life. He died on a cross for my sin and he resurrected and he's coming again. I've already been saved and all I have to do is just not mess the whole thing up. And I believe that by living an intentional life, by choosing to be the leading character in my own life, that I can not only 
exhibit the qualities of a game changer, but I can live the results of a changed life. We hope that you're living in that intentionality after this episode. We really want to thank you for listening to Navigating Change with Shane and Mike. If you'd like to sponsor the podcast, please reach out to me. And of course, be sure to share this podcast and find Shane and I on social media, or you can visit RevShaneBishop.com or RevMikeWooten.com. Thank you for listening, and make sure that you keep the change. Change.